Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying our podcast, His and Hers Uncensored. We appreciate all the love and support that we have received thus far. As you know, this podcast does work off equipment for recording, editing, as well as our time and efforts. If you feel led, please give us a donation through our Cash App with dollar sign T-F-A-I-T-H-L-L-C. It will go towards helping us to enhance our efforts and give you better content. As always, thank you for listening to His and Hers Uncensored. All right, y'all. So we back. You know what I'm saying speaking with Candace and Marcel, Marcel and Candace. Um, but yeah, uh, like you said, uh, Marcel, man. Like I think when you have kids, like it definitely do uh, bring out a different level of vulnerability. Like, um, because we did grow up closed off from emotion. You know what I'm saying all. I'm, I'm sure all boys, all men did. You know what I'm saying that's something that I think we're trying to fix now, you know, our generation, you know, like, it's okay to cry, you know what I'm saying, I'm still gonna teach you certain things to cry about, what's not to cry mm-hmm. about, but it is, but it's okay, you know what I'm saying, talk to me, you know what I'm saying, what are you crying about, you know what I'm saying, verbally articulate what it is that you're crying about, you know what I'm saying, let me know how you feel, you know what I'm saying, um, it's definitely big, and I think that our generation the, uh, the active fathers that are there are trying to get that out of their, their boys more specifically, you know, because it's okay for girls and women to be emotional. Like, we're taught that. It's alright, you know what I'm saying? That's why a lot of times they say, you know, uh, y'all men, y'all be tripping. Sound like you win. <laughs> <laughs> You know how they be. You know how they be. You can't. Y'all wouldn't be able to deal with the stuff that we dealt with. I'm saying you're right, but you had practice in dealing with your emotions your whole life. We had a whole side of us that was just shut down. I'm saying all we know is go straight. Ain't no diverting. Somebody getting your way, you go through them, or they gonna go through you. So let's see who who's the bigger man. I agree that. men are not allowed to the only accepted emotion that men are allowed to express is anger and then even in that they get in trouble right um but the only like you said the i commend you all as fathers um on being that example and and even opening that conversation for your kids because it has to start at home so that the the next generations can get it Mm -hmm. um something for us that i feel that we're working on in progress is um, still like communication because the, it's the unspoken communication. So the nonverbal communication that really gets us and you, you hit the nail on the head when you say, you know, just walking past each other in the home, like we could have been at odds about something. And Alshay says is his gauging my temperature, but him gauging to me seems nonchalant. So now we both still have an attitude. And it's it's the fact that I value this relationship and I don't want to emasculate him that makes me want to 
try, but it's hard sometimes being the bigger person because I mean, what if what if the, I've been the bigger person before and he's still mad, and so now I want to be mad again. Yeah. So I don't know. Will you have any insight on how y'all deal with that? I mean, the reality. I'm gonna just be honest. I'm gonna speak for myself. I'm petty. And I'm working on it. <laughs> no, I, am, I am. I'm working on it because when you hurt my feelings or you make, like, I feel like, you know, like you don't, you're not listening to me or you're not trying to understand where I'm coming from and you're kind of like shutting me off. I get mad. And so then I start getting petty and it's like, whatever. And I'm working on that still. Like, that's why I said we're still a work in progress because, um, you know, some days, I'll, I'll carry it out until I feel like, you know, well, should, if he ain't gonna stay in, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if we can cut, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we try I'm not sorry. to, but you know what I'm saying, one from here to here, I'm sorry. Sorry, love <laughs> <laughs> um, But you know, I'm like, well, if he ain't gonna say nothing, I'm not. But then again, like you said, I do value, you know, our relationship and I, I, I want this to work. So like the example that he, you know, says, I sometimes I will be the bigger person and be like, you know, I'm still upset. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we still need to re- revisit this, but you know, I do miss you. And I want him to know that like, despite whatever we're going through right now, I still want this. You know what I'm saying? I still want you, you know, there's just things that we need to work on. And um, I don't know, you know, I feel like a lot of times, honestly in our relationship he is probably more the bigger person than i am you know aquarius usually are. i am to a certain extent <laughs> until like because I've, i'm real standoffish once i feel some type of way instead of um like arguing about it i'll i'll separate myself and i'm mm, that right. she kind of she doesn't like she would rather talk it out but i feel like sometimes mm. it out gets too intense to the point where i don't want to get there so I will I will remove myself and then it be, it's, it becomes an issue because now we haven't finished talking and there's really no timetable for when it is to talk and when until I'm ready to come back around and start you know speaking again so it, sometimes that creates the issue for us yeah. so that's something that I have to work on instead of walking away and sitting down in the basement for days at a time to stand up to it you know and just have an open conversation now, I mean, so I'm I'm just like you, bro. Like, sometimes you have to walk away from a situation. I'm not going to say that what you did is wrong, like, at all. Now, the time limit you thought, you say a couple days? Yeah, now, that's, you know what I'm saying? It can't go a couple days and y'all not just, you know what I'm saying, communicating, you just mad. Like, I try to, like, I don't mind coming back a few hours later. Yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to talk again? Boom, boom. Um, because I know I separate myself. I, I believe it's healthy. Like once you get to the point to where ain't nobody trying to listen because you're getting your feelings. And I and I tell her, I verbally tell her, I am not listening to you right now. Cause I want to go and separate myself from the situation. Sometimes she don't want me to because she wanna talk then. And then you know it caused the issue of see, why is it every time that you're not willing to listen that we have to stop talking? Mm-hmm. When that's not really how I'm feeling, but at the time we're elevating and and uh, our our volume is getting louder, so it's coming from a different place. If we don't stop talking, 
it can go somewhere else. So why let it get there? So I'm going to tell you, I'm not talking right now. I'm not listening. And those are other buttons that you're pushing at that moment. But as long as the conversation stops and y'all can be mature enough to come back, y'all good. That's how I feel. And I feel... But, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Katie. No, Go I was going to say that what you said is what he's like, you know... I mean, that's what I said. Like, I'm like, I feel like he does that. Like, well, we can talk about it when you're ready. And it's like, but my feelings are... You know, especially like going back to, let's just say... The inc- you know an incident where there was infidelity and we've talked about it or whatever and then maybe something has came up and I want to talk about it because you know in my mind I'm looking at it like it's a situation where you've broken my trust and mm-hmm. you I, I'm not going to say that you owe me but I do in a sense feel like you owe it to me and to us to rebuild my trust so if I'm coming to you with a situation Yes, that happened in the past, but now something else has happened to either trigger those feelings or whatever. And I'm coming to you because I want to be honest. I don't want to hold these feelings in and then, you know, hold the resentment for however long and then I explode. So I'm coming to you now about these feelings and because you either don't want to talk about it, maybe because you, I don't really know, whatever it is, it's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then you basically want to table it to when you're ready. And it's like, so why is it? I guess that's where we we, we struggle because it's like I'm feeling some type of way now so I have to now channel or hold my feelings until you're ready you know what I'm saying and I just like that's the struggle that we have because it's like now I'm holding on to these feelings and I want to express them and I want to get them out and I want you to understand why I'm hurt what you've done to make me feel this way and it's like because for whatever reason, whether it's because we're, argue, you know, like you said, the temperatures get hot or whatever, and you feel like, well, this is not the right time. And it's like, why why do you get that power? I've already felt, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like you've taken so much by even breaking the trust. And now it's like, I, it's still like a control thing. So that's, that is, you hit that one. Cause that's, and y'all can probably tell I'm getting passionate about it. Cause that's something that <laughs> really irks me. You know what I'm saying? It does. Cause it's like, I, and I don't want to say it like it's like you you broke the, like you did it wrong like so now you need to correct this and you know deal right. we deal with that hard. It, it, all right, y'all. We, we're going to take a, a quick break and we're going to definitely come back because that was a good way to um you know lead off. Don't lose the passion, Candy. Right. Don't lose the passion. <laughs> it's hers. I'll say Whitney. Whitney and I'll show. We back, you know what I'm saying, speaking with uh, Candace and Marcel. Uh, Candace just left off with a whole lot of passion. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I I want to I say something. I think in that, um, with, with all that being said, it's still a give and take. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, because if there's time in between the incident and where you are now and y'all trying to rebuild, you can't keep pointing and jabbing at the yeah. wound. I'm saying like, just like it's hard for you to talk about, it's hard for us to talk about. I'm saying like it's an uncomfortable situation with us. We don't want to relive it either. I'm saying, but now that you're in this, 
space something may have triggered and you want to talk about it now you know what i'm saying like now we're awkward because something happened and took you there mm. but when you say something to us it's just like oh we there now like dang like you know what i'm saying we don't get that build up that you had before you brought it to us and, and pondered on it and and all that stuff so it's and then you got to think like like I said with the mirror earlier, it's always a crack. Like I understand it's always a crack, but sometimes it gets, you know, a little tiring talking about the situation. Again, it's like, dang, we not past it yet. And and, and that's when we get our internal uh 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 battle. Like, dang, I wanna be past this, but I understand I did it. I'm not running from it. But when is she gonna understand that we can get past it but if we keep talking about it we never will i'm saying so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword it's like i'm not trying to shun it but i'm not trying to live in it anymore you know it's 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 like it's really in y'all hands like we want to be the man for y'all and and answer all the questions but when are the questions just damaging but you have to think like like you said (laughs) for me i can speak for me it's usually something that is triggering and we talked about this, you know, how like how I feel sometimes situations should be handled and how you handle them. Like if I don't feel if there's something that's going to be a, something that's against our relationship, something, someone, an ex, a, 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 a dude, just around anything, anybody that is trying to infiltrate our relationship i'm very i'm very protective over my relationships my family and my friends so i'm gonna go for a head-on with passion and it's like i'm 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 trying to bulldoze it but when if you don't come if you come to me what is more passive about it it's like well what is like it's always a triggering factor like what is what what are we going to do so that i feel secure in how you handled it and so then that's where the conversation for me comes up because I'm like, I just want to make sure that I'm not being blindsided or falling trapped into the, what right. happened again. Because I feel like I, in the beginning before the trust is broken, we might have had walls down, but now mm-hmm. the trust is broken. So the walls are built up. So now I feel like I'm in protective mode mm-hmm. and I'm protective of me and my peace. So what are you doing? Even though you're trying to build that trust, what are you doing to protect my peace mm-hmm. as well? you know and I look at it as just using your words and your metaphors you know you said you're a protector you know you see something there you want to bulldoze it but you still got to bulldoze with structure you can't just go in there and knock down a building because then it's going to mess up everything else you know what I'm saying so that's why when they have demolition crews they set the explosions in certain locations so it can fall straight down I'm saying not to the left, not to the right. So everything needs some kind of structure. You know what I'm saying? So. But I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah. I'm for sure. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but that's why it takes that. two. That's why it takes two. That's why it's a relationship. You know I'm, I'm not trying like, to hear that. Like you said, it's kind of a double-edged sword because like you said, like, yeah. especially when we've been at a good point for a, a good while and now here we are, yeah. we're going back to where I seen you the most upset and you're getting upset about it all over again like it just happened and now we have to basically we it's starting from from space one again and it's just it's like a, a revolving door as many times when I see that I'm like man 
I thought we closed this door. I wasn't going to open it back up. But like you said, it's it's unfair sometimes. But it's just like, in my head, I'm like, man, can we not do this again? Because I'm trying my best to move forward from it. And I know you haven't let some stuff go, but I I just can't do it. It's not good. It's not a good conversation to have right now. But it's, oh, I'm, and I was just, go ahead. Y'all be, go ahead. You know, like y'all are saying, you know, cause you don't want to relive that. And I get it. But just like Whitney said, I'm trying to protect my feet. Like, I feel like most women, and I can't even just speak for women because I'm sure men go into it, but I just know women are nurturers and we are always mm-hmm. putting people before ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's like, I had, before the trust was broken, I know for sure I was putting you and your needs, everything you wanted, everything you needed, everything your kids needed, were always coming before my own. And now, like when he said, you know, this happened, I've been blindsided. And so, yeah, it's my guard. I, I had let my guard down because I was so focused on making sure that y'all were secure on every in every aspect of your life. And so then when this happens to us, now it's like, oh, hold up, sis. Let's go ahead and regain, you know, let's let's rebuild, you know, ourselves. So we get to that point where we do become very protective and then a situation, and it could be something. And like you started off, Whitney was saying the devil comes to kill and destroy. You're 100% correct. And my pastor preaches that all the time, especially when we're doing good. So like Marcel said, it will Mm -hmm. be times where it's months. You know what I'm saying? No problems, nothing. And it will be something simple. It could be anything. An old ex comment on a a page. Oh, you know, whatever. You know, a comment comment on a picture. Whatever. I don't care what it is. I'm I'm just bringing that up. It's going to come. It's going to make these feelings come back. And now we're here in this space. And it's like, so are you going to protect my feelings? Are you going to handle the situation differently than maybe you have in the past so that I know that nothing's going to happen? And I feel like as much as women, we call ourselves nurturers, I feel like men are pleasers. And you all, you got always trying to please everyone. And you know what I'm saying? While, While still trying to quote unquote please your woman, you out here, you may not be sleeping with another woman but by not completely shutting her down is in a sense entertaining her and now it's making us more insecure so it's like you know you may not even realize that there's a that you're you know there's a situation going on and that that's why you know it's triggering it's triggering these feelings it's triggering those insecurities the our peace being broken again it's, it's a lot of things are triggering and so then when you're so passive about it or so willing to just be like well i mean let's just leave the past in the past it's not giving us confidence that this won't happen again or my feelings won't be hurt maybe not that way but in another way so i guess i i could attest or i feel you where you were saying with me like i'm trying to protect my peace at the end of the day I've put everybody before me and now I'm trying to of course you know I'm gonna still do for you and I'm gonna still do for your kids but I'm and I feel like you know just because you are my best friend I know we we're working on our health you know trying to lose these pounds trying to you know get right and feel good about ourselves and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying all of that plays a part you know what I'm saying so I just kind of feel like with you we understand that no nobody wants to relive it but it's i guess how you deal with the when it, when those situations do come up we need the confidence that you're shutting stuff down and that you are protecting our feet our feelings and our peace and you're not just 
you know, passively shutting things down or, you know, doing whatever. And I think that's maybe where the disconnect is. I don't know if it's a communication thing. I don't know what it is, but I feel like you and I relate in that regard. And I definitely, when you said that about me and being pleasers, it's like, I have, I have said this, like I, not to, if, if there was a hierarchy, I should, ne- no other woman should ever feel mm-hmm. how I feel. And that's my whole thing. I don't care what it is. If we're in a relationship and we're a partnership, they shouldn't feel how I feel. You're going to have different interactions with people because life has happened. But for myself, you know, I'm not in the best space with my child's father, but my, even if we were, he would never feel how Alshay feels or how I try to make Alshay feel. Cause that's just, that's not, that's not going to, that has to draw the line at work. You know, I work in a male-dominated field um, because, I mean, as a therapist, it's more female-dominated, but because I work in a court, in a juvenile system, um, there's more males there. But those males can never say anything to me that make them be at the, the level of my man. Like, and that's just that. And that's how I think that we expect them to, but because we say they're pleasers and they also... Um, I don't really think men like confrontation. Mm-hmm. I really think they try to avoid confrontation. So because of that, not saying something, usually when you're dealing with somebody of the opposite sex, because you didn't say something, they think, oh, this is something that he allows. Whereas he's thinking, I just don't want no problems. Exactly. What y'all got to say about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say I understand. Well, I'm going to take a quick break first. <laughs> <laughs> go take a quick break. We'll be back. We go and run that. Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying our podcast, His and Hers Uncensored. We appreciate all the love and support that we have received thus far. As you know, this podcast does work off equipment for recording, editing, as well as our time and efforts. If you feel led, please give us a donation through our cash app with dollar sign T-F-A-I-T-H-L-L-C. It will go towards helping us to enhance our efforts and give you better content. As always, thank you for listening to His and Hers Uncensored. Back, y'all. His or hers uncensored. I'll show you with me, with me, and I'll show you. Candace and Marcel, Marcel and Candace. <laughs> <laughs> so, I definitely understand where you're coming from, and that's the same. It's literally the same as when we say we're gonna take it. All your insecurities and the questions that y'all throw to us. That's us taking it. That's us. Okay, we understand that y'all are in this hurt, this hurt place. It does bring us up to, you know, it does take us back to, like he says, square one, where we're talking about it, the emotions is there, the awkwardness is there, the the, uh, the uh, embarrassment is there, um, the shame is there, but we're there because we know we want to get past this. 
the hard thing is just going back to it, then coming back, then going back to it, then coming back, then going back to it. It's it's all you know. It becomes a cycle. It becomes a pattern. And the I think I feel the hard the hard pill for women to swallow is you chose to stay. Now you have to trust me again. Like that's that's the end all be all for us to get past and to continue to go forward. You have to trust me. At the end of the day, when you when you stayed, when you made that point to stay, made that decision, you said to yourself in the back of your head, way back in the head, whether you know it or not, I'm going to trust this man again and we're going to move forward and we're going to be as happy as we were before this. That's the decision that y'all made. And that's where we want to get back to. But y'all have to swallow that pill. You know what I'm saying? In the meantime, we do take it. Like, if it's awkward, it feels bad. Y'all y'all keep us in our... It's like y'all keep pushing us back down in the hole. And it's like, all right, you know, we've been good for two months now. Now we're talking about it again. Now I'm in the doghouse today. I'm in doghouse on Tuesday. I'm in doghouse on Wednesday. Until you get over the situation all over again. We got to walk on those eggshells. We take it. But it's like, when when are y'all going to swallow the pill when, you know, start choosing? Like me and Babe always talk about, you have to choose. You have to choose to trust us again. Okay. <laughs> right. Whatever. <laughs> That's what you say. You, you said, you said, hey, hey, you said everything I had to say, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'm say sad. nothing after that. You hit it on the head, bro. <laughs> I'm a queen. I'm a queen. I'm, I'm, a queen. A I'm just saying, if if I could add just my little bit of sense, like you said, the the worst part about re reliving those moments and dealing with it is, like you said, like the embarrassment. Like, I right. okay, we from the beginning when everything comes out. All right, now. Here I am with the embarrassment. Now I have to explain to you stuff that I don't want to explain. You have questions that are not the most comfortable to be answered. But if I'm opening myself all the way up, being honest to you, then unfortunately I have to get past the uncomfortability. And then once we get to that, like you said, we're good for months and then boom, like all of those thoughts come back immediately. And it's like, man. It can really, especially if we're having a great day. A lot of times that it happens with us, we'll be, we'll have a blast all day long. It'll be literally something so small, right? Say, we go say to that one more time, Marcel. We had an interruption. Say it one more time. You said about the um, good day. The whole. Oh, uh, we'll be we'll be having a good day, and then something so smaller bring it back up and and turn a good day into a bad day and now we the attitudes are flying all back over it's just it's just an uncomfortable feeling i will say i'll say and i like okay whatever <laughs> your point was good <laughs> um no but honestly um today in church or our virtual church today actually our pastor was talking about that he was actually speaking about anger um, in regards to what's going on in the world today and just, um, you know, how we need to deal with our anger. But one thing that he said is 
to not get comfortable with your anger. And for me, you know how like I don't know if y'all do this, but when you're hearing a sermon, you it always something always hits you and you feel like he's talking right. to you. Yeah. And because I am dealing, you know, I'm still healing. You know, we're still healing and dealing with things. And although I knew specifically what he was referring to, I felt at that moment he was speaking to me in the anger that I have held my husband for the infidelity um and he was saying don't allow your anger to become your accessory mm. and you know what i'm saying where it's like you've been angry so long that now it's just part of your day-to-day thing and it's like although yeah i'm here and i've decided to stay with you i'm still mad at you and i'm gonna make you pay every day you're like you know what I'm like don't do that and I think that hit me this morning, like, honestly, because I don't feel like I do that. But then sometimes I, when I was thinking about it today, like you said, I did choose, you know what I'm saying? I had every opportunity to leave, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, we talked about that. I had an out, like, you know what I'm saying? And I prayed and, you know, me and him talked, we went to counseling, we did a lot. And that was a decision that I made for a lot of different reasons. Um, to stay with him and even when we did do counseling that was something the pastor said then like you know you're at some point you're going to have to forget like truly forgive and move past it and today was kind of a reminder that I probably am holding on to my anger as an accessory and I don't even realize or didn't realize that I was doing it but um, you're right. You know what I'm saying? This is a decision we made. And at some point, you know, we're going to have to just trust. But it is hard. And I guess for me, I just asked my husband. And I, for because that's my best friend, I asked you is just to also just make sure that you're being 100% at all times and that you are continuing to be transparent so that it makes the process easier for us. Because I also feel like it's easy for somebody to say, get over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or let's move past it when you weren't the one being hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, we're angry today at what's going on in the world. And you have a lot of individuals who aren't Black saying, like, it's get, you know, like, get over right. it. And it's angry and it's frustrating because, it's like, you'll never understand how it is to be Black. You'll never understand how it is to be a black man and walk out in this world and not know if you're going to, you know, come home alive. So it's like for us, I I haven't cheated on you. I've never done, you know, I'm not perfect, but I've never made you feel like that. So although, yes, I did choose to say and although, you know, I did commit to working this out. You have to understand that you don't know how I feel. You don't know the struggles. And as much as it is an embarrassment for you, for me, for us, I can speak for our situation, didn't become public like worldwide, but you know, it became public to certain people in our area. So then I'm also dealing with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not walking in my shoes. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for you to, I feel, to speak and tell me to get over it or to move you know what I mean so that's the thing I just say to both of y'all just be patient and understanding in that regard that you didn't feel the hurt that we felt and for me I just definitely everything that you're saying but when you're saying that you relive it and you as our partners just basically like I want to get past it it's hard for me and I've always said I want to feel like you have my back 
So when I have to face this problem and this person still constantly, I need you to still be a united front with me for them because you, I never want to feel or let them feel like, okay, I see the cracks in their relationship. So let me go ahead and make them a little bit bigger. And I don't, that's, that's something for me. So then I think I still have to practice the mantra of us versus everything. And I need us to be on the same page. So that's sometimes where my anger comes from because Candace, you know me, like when I'm angry, or I feel wrong. Like it's not really about too much talking about it. Like that's a, a it wants it wants to be. I need to get this out physically. But I'm too. I'm I'm getting older. I, I have businesses. I have children. I can't do that anymore. So then I'm angry because what's inside of me wants to come out. But I'm trying mm-hmm. to elevate past that. And so I just want to know as a united front that we are not only saying what we're going to be against everything but we're actually practicing that right and that's on period period and <laughs> with, with what she said it's all true but it still falls under you're going to have to believe that that's what we're on one day and yes. not let anything any any thoughts or any insecurities come in between what you believe I'm saying like at the end of the day that for us to grow and <clears throat> it's going to come down to you controlling your thoughts and saying no that's not because like, like they say uh, idle mind is a double playground so if you're thinking about it that's where you're going to go so you have to control your thoughts like I always say control your thoughts believe that I'm doing the right thing and let us go forward I, like I even get you thought say if you're I like one day you know babe she was having a bad day I said look you have to control your thoughts you like to write if you don't feel like writing just say a story in your head you know and I gave her a whole scenario you're walking down the street you made a left you saw a cop the cop said hi then two kids jumped on the car and and I just kept going you know anything to get you out of that negative space I'm saying it's possible and I let her know I had to do it I'm saying I've been cheated on you know I was in insecure relationships and all that stuff but you have to control your thoughts and that's how you get past once you control your thoughts you'll you'll grow and yeah I mean I definitely we have the power you have the power you know of your thoughts and everything so I agree with that do you guys have any closing remarks as we are about to end this episode? Because Ashley probably about to go sleep. He got to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would just say, you know, well, one, I want to just thank you guys for inviting us on. Um, you know, talking about talking about it sometimes. It's, two, talking about it with other people sometimes it's therapeutic. Yeah. You know, and it's it's good, and it also just makes you realize that you. You're not the only one, you know, going through something. Mm-hmm. So I would just say to all the couples, whether it's infidelity or anything that you, you know, facing in a relationship. I was just talking to a girlfriend about this um, the other day. If you if if you want it to work, you fight for it. You fight for it to the very end. Um, you know, just know that every relationship goes through something. And it's not going to be the last time that you go through something. Hopefully, you know, this won't be the Facts. issue. But that's, it's always that's the goal. You know what I'm saying? This don't happen again. <laughs> yeah, this, hopefully this particular issue doesn't right. happen. But, you know, you're always going to go through something. And as long as I really like y'all, 
you know y'all's model because that's the truth it's true you know it's y'all again us against everybody else so as long as y'all are going into it together and y'all are fighting together and y'all on the same page and you both want it then i just say to all the couples out there listening um you know fight for what you want fight for your love (laughs) (laughs) you you here over here (laughs) oh my goodness but thank you guys for having us on and we wish you guys the best of luck with your relationship as well as this venture that you guys are going on with this podcast and i hope that you know you're able to reach others and you get the following that you want um and we wish you the best well thank y'all so much for coming on this has been another episode of we appreciate the conversation the candidness the transparency transparency. the love and the support and i love y'all we love y'all back. Pivot right. hers uncensored. I'll share Whitney, Whitney, and I'll share Candace and Marcel, Marcel and Candace. <laughs> we out. We out. Night. Are you ready for His and Hers Pleasure Palace? Where we explore the world of intimacy through sex toys, lubricants, and other enhancements. Get ready to be blown away as we illustrate ways to enhance your intimate experiences, whether with yourself or your partner. You don't want to miss out on making your pleasures even better.